Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode one of J. Murph's Funtime Treehouse with your host, J. Murph. We have an exciting show planned for you tonight, full of funny tales, thought-provoking debate, and catchy tunes to keep you buzzing through the week. As I got started in developing what I was actually going to talk about on this show, I looked towards my favorite podcasts and TV shows. A thought came to mind as I was watching those news and comedy shows where the anchor is very obviously reading straight from the teleprompter. Isn't it crazy that every day that person goes to work, he or she reads what someone else told them to say verbatim and then passes it off as if it's their own words? It's like, who are they fooling? Well, I guess you'll never know if I'm doing that because this is an audio podcast and you can't tell if I'm reading a teleprompter but it is possible for me to be reading a script that someone else wrote. But you'll have to take my word for it, that I spent my time coming up with the material myself. I mean, this is J. Murph's Funtime Treehouse, not J. Murph and Writer's Funtime Treehouse. Well, here we are. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. I know you all have busy schedules. Some of you are students, some of you are business executives, maybe they're even mail carriers, software developers, and maybe even a few CEOs out there. Anyway, what matters most today is not necessarily what I'm going to be talking about. It matters that you all took the time to listen in. The world is a crazy place, and there's only so much time that we have here today. It means a lot that you choose to spend your time tuning in to this thrilling first edition of J. Murph's Funtime Treehouse. Relax. This is J. Murph's Funtime Treehouse. There's nothing like it. It's J. Murph's Funtime Treehouse. J. Murph's Funtime Treehouse is a specially copyrighted thing of Hubbard's With our friend J-Murph J-Murph, J-Murph, J-Murph in a treehouse We'll listen in every single week We'll meet him there at J-Murph's Funtime Treehouse When you're alone and your day is done There's one thing you'll be waiting for Turn out the lights and you set your ears For something that you haven't heard before It's Jamer's Funtime Jamer's Funtime Treehouse. We'll be talking about the pressing issues facing the youth today, 
including sex, drugs, peer pressure. As well as offering up some great ideas for what to eat that are simple, easy to cook when you're hungry and don't want to break the bank. We'll also be talking about some of our favorite Nintendo 64 games and many more. This is the story of one man risking it all for the one he loves. Don't say I didn't give her many thanks. He yelled it as if someone could hear his words, but he knew nobody could. For he was alone, nobody around for miles. And this was his one opportunity. Don't say I didn't give her many thanks. You don't find yourself in a place like this on just any day. But it wasn't just any day. It was January 20th, 1964, and he knew exactly what he had to do. It was a race against the clock, and how could he be sure that she would even remember to meet him there? This is Nighttime Wrestler with C.J. Baggins. He had found himself in the position before, but it was many years ago. His supply of food and water had been dwindling down for days, and he was beginning to lose his mind. The wind pelted his weathered face as he scaled the mountain. Only three more miles to the top, he thought to himself. But soon he would learn these three miles would challenge him like nothing else ever had. He would learn the power of friendship. Friendship. The value of trust. Trust. And how to conquer against all odds. listeners and we're back with our weekly segment called have you ever this is a fan favorite right here and we hope you enjoy well let's get started 
The goal is to get seven out of the ten. This is on the honor system, so we ask you to be honest. Number one, have you ever applied to be a mechanic? For one point, have you applied to be a mechanic? Number two, gotten sick after eating too much cotton candy. Three, taught a dog how to do a handstand. Four, tricked a toddler into telling you where the cookies are. Five, told a hamster to go home. Or six, for one point, met a man from Kentucky. Seven, have you ever raced in a 4K marathon? Number eight, have you followed the Iditarod? Number nine, have you figured out how to install a water heater? Or number 10, have you laughed so hard you forgot where you were going? This has been Have You Ever with Jay Murph. And as a reminder, if you got seven or more questions right, you are part of the Jay Murph Funtime Treehouse Supreme Commanders Club. Make sure you go to our online forum and register your entries. Poem 1. Closing through the liquidity of unanimous ambiguity, hoping that someday we will be the people of honest reprise. Trumpets blaring, heads are shaking. It's a Wild West day in Sonoma County, and we are all just learning the mysticism of playtime. You call me Name, but it's pronounced Nami. I've told you this many times before, but you always forget after you've gone for your daily walk. Everything we've learned before. But who am I to say that? I have a tendency myself to forget what I'm doing. Sometimes I leave my keys somewhere. Sometimes I leave my dresser drawers open. Open so wide that bugs and mosquitoes will fly all the way up to the fourth floor through the window and into the drawers. Usually I'll only notice two or three months later after the caterpillars have escaped and are out in the real world, working their jobs at the factories. It's meticulous work, but they do it so they can come home to their wives each and every day, look at their children and their home and smile. Well, it's looking about that time I have to go feed the dog, I have to go let her out, because it's that time of the day. And the liquidity of unanimous ambiguity is getting to the point where hopefully someday trumpets will be blaring and heads will be shaking. Although there are some of you out there, you'll listen and think, hey, I could do that. But then you'll think again and say to yourself, 
hey, I could really do that. If I just did it that way, or I did it this way, I would turn around and touch my tail to my nose and lick my paw. I'd bark at the moon and record it for you to hear. Because why not? This is what we do as small puppies. Someday we'll grow up big and strong. We'll have doggy families of our own, where we'll lay our eggs and go to work at the factories. But until then, I'm going to enjoy myself as a furry and honest puppy. I'll have a tendency to only go outside of where the clouds are overhead. But then we'll wait together at the park as the homeless people are waking up, and we'll call out to them. We'll call out to Tim. We'll say, "Hey Tim, did you get our doggy treats?" The kids and wife have been so impatient; they want the doggy treats right now, or at least by tonight. And he'll probably respond just like he always does. Maybe next time. We'll see. Maybe next week. Who knows? Next week should be fine. The doggy treats are coming in next week for sure. Shake our heads and walk to the other side of the park and yell out, "Hello, is anybody out there?" And somebody else will respond. Inexplicably, they'll say, "Why, hello, my name is." Won't you follow me into the tunnel of doggy treats? And we'll probably respond saying, "Of course, that's exactly what we're looking for." And as we walk into the tunnel. Trumpets blaring and headshakes acknowledging everything we learned before about who I am and my tendency to leave the keys on the kitchen counter every Tuesday and Thursday mornings was suddenly forgotten. I remembered my friend Name, who was supposed to meet me back at the ranch house where we were to cook eggs and bacon over a nice candle fire. As long as he didn't let the eggs burn this time, I'm sure we could do it. I always knew we could do it. Now that I think about it, there's really nothing I didn't feel confident that I could do, for I was Name, prince of the people, and champion caterpillar grower, living on the fourth floor of what seemed to be the bedrock of your imagination. Some called it their home base, others called it their nation. I called it my imagination station, for it was my home. It was my nation. It was my bastion of precision, the hope of the toke. The dopest of the rope, and if you cut that rope in two pieces and laid them out side by side, there's not much else you would find, except for two completely satisfied dogs living on the fourth floor inside the drawer. Trumpets blaring, heads will be shaking, and closing through the liquidity of my ambiguous imagination, the station of my toke. And Benjamin's favorite coins were all left by his bedside. And as you wake up, you'll remember. 
This isn't just any party. This was a house party. This was a house parade. And you were invited. And so were your friends. But you forgot because you were out playing hooji-waji with your basketball, letting it all out in the swimming pool as Jerry hit home runs and listened to the sound of his own Napa County Symphonic Band. that is ladies and gentlemen it's the sound of shake and bake i hope your oven's preheated it's gonna be a hot one it's all fun and games from here on out rock paper scissors oh yeah this is shake and bake so shake it. sign off tonight there are so many people to thank for the unanimous success of this first episode kelly tamerson for the audio production my brilliantly talented writers ben and sue wallaby they give so much lieutenant raj for help getting the rights to the theme song as well as the city of trinity missouri for granting us access to their water tower and so many more listen in next week where i'll be dissecting an octopus on air going to be something completely new for me so i hope you all give me some slack also don't forget to keep up with all your favorite internet happenings at http colon slash slash google.com it's an incredible thing what they're doing thanks a lot tune in next week